Welcome to the Made for Mondays podcast, where each week we dig a little deeper into Sunday messages from Believer's Church and learn how to apply them to our day-to-day lives. Now, here are your hosts, Executive Director Heather Carl, Creative Pastor Sam Hager, and Senior Pastor Jamie Stewart. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the pod. My name is Heather, and who are you, fellas? Hey there, Heather. It's me, Jamie. And Samuel is here. Wow, Sam. The whole gang's here. Yeah. Yeah. We're back. This is it. Yep. This Our is... first time since for 2023. Yeah. You guys, All together, yeah. You right. guys, one did one not without me, but not a big deal. No. Yeah, I mean, you, you're all right. I mean, was I shocked on Monday when I saw a new episode? Yes. <laughs> Why would you be shocked? It's Monday. Well. It was a Monday, so. Almost every Monday. Usually I at least get to yeah. set it up for you guys. I didn't even get that. Well, if you came to work. Oh, okay. Sometimes <laughs> I need a day off after a week. After a week off. <laughs> yeah. After a whole uh, week off. I just need a day off. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. I have to readjust to going back to work. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Can't just by jump not, back, by can't not jump going. Back into right. it. Yeah. So last week, some of us had a full week of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In this room. Others yeah. of us didn't, obviously. Yeah. But what did you do this weekend? Anything fun? Um, yeah, Friday was fun. Okay. We had we got together with some friends and did a bunko night. And oh yeah, that was quite enjoyable. Lots of good food, lots of fun, lots of laughing. I've and, never played that. And I had the most bunkos for the night, so it paid for my haircut this week. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. <laughs> How much is that? Um, twenty bucks. I got twenty bucks for wow. having the most bunkos. A twenty dollar so haircut. That's a good deal. Yeah. Uh, are there other 25. ways to win oh. or is it just no there's so everyone brings, you don't have to explain the whole game yeah but. everyone brings five bucks and there's different categories yeah. and that pays out at the end pays of the night. out at the oh, end okay of the night. gotcha yeah oh mm-hmm. very fun yeah so it was, it was very fun i had a good time and you just lived off that high of winning the rest of the weekend the rest of the weekend yeah <laughs> do you <laughs> rub it in everyone's faces no, actually, I'm. I was pretty low key about the whole thing. I know that's shocking. Yeah, very so. shocking. <laughs> Sounds like something I would have been. Uh, yeah, it yeah. would have been a lot like if you had won. Yeah, yeah. in or fact, lost. No, no one even knew that I had rolled a bunko because I didn't make a big deal out of it. Wow. So then, when it came time to at the end, I really didn't think I had an, enough yeah. to win, but turns out um, I did. That's unlike your chili cookoff win. Also. Very, I wasn't. Ready. I felt like you bragged I wasn't a little ready bit f- in that. I did brag after the fact, <laughs> I was only because say, I never have cooked a thing in my life. Right, and then and then I won the yeah, chili. It was that, good. that is a big deal. That's a pretty big deal. I was gonna say about the bunko. We played bunko in Arizona when we were there over break. Yeah, and um, my friend Adrian, who every time she would get a bunko, mm-hmm. would get up from her seat. <laughs> scream and run around the entire uh-huh. house and yeah. then come and sit Adrian back i can't either <laughs> yeah shocking to know i did not do that right. I, <laughs> I pretty much didn't do anything i just kept rolling yeah yep very good you just got that win uh-huh, uh-huh. very good sam what did you do this oh weekend? man i had we had a great weekend you did but I can't tell the whole entire story, so if you want to know this entire yeah, story, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing. This it's story. like a 30 minute story, yeah. so I have to do it over lunch. Is that how but, long uh, the game was? About the game <laughs> is quick. They are quick games. So 30 so, minutes. So, yeah. So the story you're going to tell is a blow by it's blow. Pretty much the whole game. <laughs> right. So me and Pastor Tyler had our first our coaching debuts with our U10 boys. Yeah. Uh, the team. Cavs. Yeah. We played a team called the All Stars, and I was like, "That's a pretty bold name." 
to name yourself the all-stars we got to name ourselves um and they but they were really good but we played tough we ended up losing on a bank three at the end yeah. i don't i, I hate mm. to tell you guys that because it's part of the big story yeah but i feel like the audience needs yeah, to yeah. know what happened but it was great but man we had kids crying people yelling it was <laughs> it was everything you could imagine for my coaching debut nice um but it was it was fun and i'm super excited about the rest of the season with the kids and then um uh, our daughter addison had homecoming as a freshman so they had homecoming this week i don't i guess that's when they do it at her school uh-huh. whatever but they went and took pic- pictures but yeah. they couldn't wear nice shoes because the gym floor they didn't want to uh, go. Yeah. So they did sneakers. Yeah. So all the girls were in like their nice dresses with, with sneakers, sneakers. But <laughs> yeah. it was cool. They loved it. So um yeah, they had a blast. We had a it was a really great weekend. Yeah. Very good. Fun. Um we went to one of our favorite hiking spots on Friday. Nice. And did the Nolan Trail up at the Mariners Museum. That's a lot of fun. It's a nice five mile trek. Yep. Um, and that was great. And then that evening we went out with some friends to one of our favorite Norfolk spots, press six, two, six. And that is very nice. That was delicious. Mm -hmm. I think I've been there. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you've been there or not. They, one of the best things on their menu is their tomato soup, which sounds Mm. really boring, but it is so good. I so, never so would have ordered that. Yeah, but it's delicious. (laughs) Um, was that your appetizer? Well, kind of. Um, we're doing plant-based right now for the month of January, so Oof. we did that. And then some of their other plant-based offerings. Uh-huh. It was delicious. Um, and then Saturday was kind of a lazy day for us, but we did go over to the Hoffler Creek Trail. Wow. A much shorter trail, but also very fun and closer. A lot of hiking. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it was beautiful this weekend until Sunday. Yeah. And then the weather kind of got gross. So we took advantage of that. Um, Played some games on Saturday evening with friends. And yeah, it was just a good relaxing, getting back into the swing of things 23 weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So um, one of our listeners sent us an email this week, but... It was not a what the what question, just an encouragement. Oh. Do you know why? Because it's the year of encouragement. It's the year of encouragement. Yeah. So at, I just want to say Believer's thank Church. you so much, Andrea. We appreciated your email and yep. that you love the podcast and we're glad to bring it to you every single week. Yeah, we'll try to we'll try to make it one percent better this year. Yeah. That's I'm our, hoping it's I think I think we can do a little bit more. Yeah, we got some plans for the podcast. Yeah, stay tuned. It's but I don't want to share because very expectations. Exciting, very <laughs> exciting year for the pod. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Yep. Um, so let's talk about this week, this Sunday at Believers. We started a brand new series called Creatures of Habit. Yeah, we did. And um, I just want to know as we kick this off, what do y'all look forward to most about the start of a new year? So not necessarily with the series, but yeah. what are some of your the things that you're like, oh, this is a new year? So I I generally do, even though I, I started the message yesterday talking about how my years are often about the same as the previous yeah. year. I think that's probably true for most of us. Um, but I do, there is something about, the collective refresh that happens in January yes. that I find to be very, very encouraging. I so love it. 
something about going through the year like by the time you get to november and whatever you just feel like you're grinding out the year yep. and i don't know like nothing really changes except uh in your you know you get a little discouraged you get a little tired and then I don't know, just everyone seems to have this new renewed energy at yeah. the start of the year. And there's something about that that I find super encouraging. Yeah. I just I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean you guys know I'm I can I can tend to be a little pessimistic. Uh so I sometimes find myself I'm like, what does it matter? You're flipping one day and it's right. I mean it's the same it's kind of the same. It's just like yesterday. However, I think as yeah. I'm getting older, I uh -huh. am falling into that. I just I know there are going to be some of the think goals that I've set out that I might fail at. Yep. But when I look back to last year, I started, you know, the last three months of the year, you start to kind of just fade away, like you were saying. And yeah. it's just like, it just, it feels good. It's almost like a jump start, like you're, you're jump starting your battery to get going again. And this year we've got our family doing some things too. And so the whole house is kind of like last week was pretty like yeah. electric in the house. Like wow. we were like saving some money. Everybody's nice. eating better. Some people going to the gym. Wow. It was really great. And that I'm like, good. so today before we went out the door, I was like, guys, come on, let's make week it two, two, two in a row. It. We yeah. got to do this two in a row. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how long that's going to go. Right. Okay. But that's where we're at but right now. But for now, so. that's where you're at. That's yeah. why yeah. I look forward Celebrate to Celebrate it. Yeah. Yep. It's fun. I, I love Tyler's uh, oh welcome my gosh. yesterday. Tyler, so <laughs> fun. He had a goal of doing yoga, yoga. Three, three times a week. First weekend, he hasn't done it's it like, once. He's like, guys, we're in week one. Uh, I haven't oh, done yoga yet. <laughs> so great. So honest, yeah, you know? Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I can identify with that. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I know. I was talking to a friend this last week, and she we were catching up. We hadn't seen each other over the holidays. And um, she was like, oh, that I just the start of a new year is just such a drag. Like she was just really hmm. discouraged by it. And I was like, really? I feel totally the opposite about too. New Year. I just I love it. It's yeah. one of my favorite things. And she was like, why? Why do you love it? And I, and so her thing was coming from like sort of the weather and like Christmas is done and that feels kind of like blah and all oh, the decorations true. are coming down, all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, that's like my favorite part. I that's know. why I love it. I know, me too. <laughs> I know, I know. Packing up the Christmas yes, decorations. Yes, but that's, I was, and that's what I was telling her. I was like, I don't know. I feel like that's like a great way to end. And so you get all that packed up and everything's like a clean slate. Like yep. we get a restart. Yeah. And yep. I just, I love it. I yep. mean. The first Sunday of the new year, I love it because we get rid of all the Christmas music and we go back to just like regular actual songs. Yeah. <laughs> actual that makes sense and they're awesome. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. I think it's true, too, because people were singing pretty loud yesterday. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was a great day yeah, yesterday. It was a good day. So, Jamie, at the start of your message, you shared a quote from Mr. Anonymous, yeah, which he, I loved that that was yeah. how you did that. Um, but he said... He's prolific, by Or the way. she said... Or she. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, said Mr. Bad habits... Mr. Anonymous, yeah. <laughs> bad habits are like a comfortable bed. Easy to get into, but hard to get out of. Yeah, so true. So, right? yeah, you just said that's true. How is that true of you? How do you think that's... Like, why does that statement resonate with us? Well, you know, like I, I thought about um, like financially debt and that kind of stuff. That's one of those that's, right. that's so much like that. Like it's so easy to fall into debt and it's so hard to get so, out of it. You, know? yes. you could do it in a day, uh -huh. you know, right. but then it'll take you years to undo something mm -hmm. like that. And that's what that quote kind of makes me think of. But um, yeah, bad habits... 
I mean, when you think about it, the reason you engage in those things is because there are things that, you know, there are indulgences that you allow yourself. There, there are things that you, you know, like probably yeah. at some point, you know, but then they, they kind of trap you. Yeah. So I think, I think that's what it is. So, you know, like for, for me, um, I didn't used to watch much TV at all. And I don't know if it's because there's so many options now between YouTube and Netflix and all the things, but I find that that's one of those things. Like it's almost, I've allowed myself too much of that. And so it's now I'm like, and then you get kind of roped in because then you're like, Oh, I got to finish this one, this one, this one, this one. Right. And um, yeah. So I think, I, I don't know. I think it is true. You get- I also think you don't like realize that you fall into some of these bad habits uh, when you gave that quote about the bed, the comfy bed. Yeah. So I've been having not great sleep. Oh. Uh-oh. And I know it's because it's my pillow. Like my oh, pillow is not great. Mm. But then we went away last week and that's why I wasn't here on Monday. And we slept at a hotel. Great sleep with a great pillow. Did you take the pillow? I wanted to, <laughs> but then we get home and I still have the same old pillow because oh. it's like, it's just, yeah. it's just a habit. Like, I'm just like, it's, but I forget about it. And then I get back to bed. It's like, oh, it's time to go to bed. I'll just sleep with this pillow again. <laughs> I know it sounds dumb, but it reminded me of these things with uh-huh. like bad habits are easy to fall into where it's like, it's just because they're easy to do. It's easy to be lazy. It's easy to get yeah. home and be like, oh, let's just order something. There goes your finances. Yep. And then it's like... And typically uh, good food. Yeah, it's yeah. not... Yeah, and it tastes great, but yep. then you, like, feel terrible and you wake up the next morning. So, like, they're just these easy things. Yeah. And it's the same thing. It doesn't make sense because we know yep. it's affecting our body. It's affecting my sleep, but, eh, yeah, I just sleep with the same pillow. The bad habits do kind of come from that laziness space where good habits take discipline. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's, no, I think like, that's true. the... That's where we're like, oh, I don't want to press into the discipline of something. I'd rather just be lazy yeah. about it. Yeah. But great I think it's a seasonal thing. Condition. Yeah. Because I, I've figured this out. We're in January. It feels great. Like we're really jumping on this. But then if you can do well till summertime. Yeah. And for me, summertime's like relax, go to the yeah. beach. Go you to get the out pool. of your routine. Right. You're going out to eat a little bit more. Yep. You're having some parties out outside. And then that gets over and you try to continue summer through the fall. And now you're just like, and then it runs us into Christmas. I know how this goes. So I don't, I got to change something this year, guys. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm worried yeah. about summer. Yeah. I, <laughs> That's I why you. we're in this series. And yes. so what I love about going into this series, which is a change up from what we've done for years, is that we are um, identifying a theme verse per series this yeah, year. I love that. Yep. And so our theme verse for this series is Romans 12, 2. Mm-hmm. And I love this idea because I think it goes to what you're saying, Sam. We can like hold each other accountable, kind of have some longer lasting synergy around some things. Yeah. And so as we go into this series, Romans 12, 2, Jamie, can you just... Talk to us a little bit about this verse, why it was chosen. Yeah. I know it's like right at the top of your head. Yeah, I don't so have it memorized. Yeah. Are you going to look it up? Because I was going to say something. Why yeah. you're not going to? No, go ahead. Oh, because I was going to say, I really loved this. You guys on the teaching team, you guys brought this to the worship planning team yeah. like a little mm-hmm. bit ago. And you're like, because every week people might not know this, but one of the next steps is normally memorize this verse. Right. And it would be great if we were all doing that every single week, if you actually memorized the verse that was put up there. And it's a different one every week. But when you guys brought that up, I was like, that's a great idea. Because that's yeah. something that, I mean, I can get on board. Like, okay, 
we have this for the next eight weeks if it is or mm-hmm. if it's a four-week series like memorize that and yeah. really put it to heart like i just feel like that's something we can accomplish i think so too yeah i and i'm i am hopeful that um between our verse of encouragement for the year and hebrews 10 24 24, 24 and 25 yep. yep and then uh the the series verse um yeah i'm hopeful that i can commit all of these verses to to memory mm-hmm. this year um i've been working on my romans 12 too but i don't have it just yet and i don't want to screw it up on the pod well that yeah be super embarrassing. That'd be so, so, so the last week of this series i'm writing that message this week and um just to forewarn everybody, we're going to do the memory verse without it, memory? without it being on the screen. Oh, you guys, you better start practicing. So I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself to be able to say it by. Wow. By OK. Then. So you've th- been forewarned. Yeah. So the verse is don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. Then you will learn to know. God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. And the reason we chose this particular verse is just that the center part of that verse um, being transformed into a new person. And um, the the goal of habits is this transformation process. And really, we we are transformed not only by how we think, um, but we're transformed by the habits that we allow. So, you know, positive habits can form and shape us in ways that are very powerful. And once you've modified behavior and turned it into a habit, um, and it can propel you a very long way. And just like the bad habits that kind of trap you, if you, if you have good ones that move you forward, they're also very powerful yeah. and they can keep you moving forward. Yeah. Um, just a quick note. When you do this reading without the words on the screen, yeah, that'll be after the worship. The worship team will be off the stage, right? We, would good, you right? like to be? Out no, there? no. I think it'd be better if we're not up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to, do you want to come out? After the worship, listen. And, that's um, your time. Hey, you know that's what God's laid upon your heart, and I want you to be uh, able to share those. Moments. Sam, here's just a thought. So when I was a kid, like part of Pioneer Girls, it was a lot like oh, <laughs> it was a lot like Awana Pioneer, uh, but it we was were, for the Lutheran. We were caravan. Church. Yeah, caravan. We were See, caravans. All these weird Christian things. Yeah, my sash. Um. Pioneer Girls and Boys Brigade. (laughs) Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, terrible, terrible. (laughs) Anyways, one of the ways that we learned our memory verses was by tying the memory verses to song. So I think a song every single series. The worship team needs to write a song for each of our memory verses for the year. Oh, that's such a good idea. I'll tell Megan. She can get it. I'll tell me. She's the classically <laughs> trained one. She, yeah. she is. Some good That's stuff. true. That is true. Yeah. So that way, by the end I of this it. series, <laughs> then the worship team could stay on stage yeah. and sing us before. Yeah, that'll Romans be the message too. bumper from now on. We'll <laughs> sing it while you come I on stage. I feel like it's going to be real catchy. <laughs> oh, man. Romans 12, too. <laughs> I'm excited for this turn of events. Yeah. <sighs> 2003 See, is really guys, looking up. we told you, yeah. podcasts, new things are happening Oof. this yep. year. It's, it's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Well, Jamie, um, you made a point of letting people who don't know Jesus n- know what 
this series is about and how they can apply it to their lives yeah. apart from being in a relationship with him. And what I loved about that um, was just your acknowledgement that we have people that don't know Jesus in the room. Yep. And so I just thought it would be great um, as part of the podcast this morning to just kick off this new year and have you share a little bit about our approach to teaching here at Believers yeah. and who Believers is for and yep. why we kind of have that stance. Yeah, so we're part of the Irresistible Church Network and part of belonging to this network, kind of the heart behind all of the churches that are in it is we want to be the kind of church that an unchurched person loves to attend, mm -hmm. that they would find what we're doing irresistible, that yeah. it would be, uh, it would draw folks to, to want to be here. Even if they're not followers of Jesus, they find that what we're doing is helpful to them. Mm -hmm. Like the content that we offer is helpful. Uh, it encourages them. Um, they have fun. They connect with people yeah. who are, you know, good people to connect with, like for, for all of those things. And then, you know, obviously we want to also point them to a growing relationship with Jesus mm -hmm. because we believe um, that following Jesus makes you better at, at life. So um, so we try to design our services and the things that we do with just this understanding that um, they're in the room. There, there are folks in the room who are not yet followers of Jesus. We want to acknowledge that they're here. We want to thank them for, mm -hmm. for being here. We don't want them to feel like you were talking about the, the pioneer girls. We don't <laughs> right. want, we don't want like weirdness. Uh, we, we, we want people who are not followers of Jesus to know that. weird about pioneer girls. <laughs> <laughs> And the boys brigade. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing weird about that. So freaking weird. So, yeah, we just want to we want to acknowledge that they're here, um, celebrate that they're here. And uh, and I think it's helpful to point out to to folks that, um, hey, like, you know, this is something that, you know, if you're not a follower of Jesus, this really doesn't even apply to you. Like right. I, I, t I talk about, you know, finances or whatever. Hey, you're not a follower of Jesus. You do whatever you want with your finances. This is not for you. Um, but if you are a follower of Jesus, you know, hey, you better lean in right here because this is Jesus talking to you. Right. So I think just acknowledging that as we go through uh, different talks is a, is a helpful thing. And obviously, you know, Believers is for, um, you know, growing our faith and mm -hmm. developing our faith. But part of that is, um, you know, being connected with with folks who are who are far from Jesus and, you know, the opportunity to shine our lights and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And that should hopefully be encouraging to those of you who are followers of Jesus in inviting people, yes. your friends, your family, your neighbors yep. to come here, even if they aren't. They're not going to you're not bringing them into a weird space. Yeah, we you know, I think your incentive to invite someone goes up if you can trust what's about to happen, <laughs> right. you know? Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we want you to know that, uh, you know, people are going to have an opportunity to respond to an invitation to follow mm -hmm. Jesus, but it's not going to be, uh, you know, this this weird thing. Pressure-filled. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so I want you to talk a little bit about our mission statement as it relates to this week's big idea. And yeah. the big idea for this week was if Jesus is really king of all, he isn't really king at all. Yeah. 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 If Jesus isn't king of all, then he's not really king at all. Right. 
So uh, our mission statement as a church is making Jesus number one, one person at a time. And it's, uh, you know, the idea of making Jesus number one. I, I love that statement just because um, it's a life that that statement kind of indicates it's a lifelong pursuit. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't make this decision about Jesus one and done. You're it's a it's a continuous process to surrender more and more of who you are and what you're about to the leadership of who Jesus is. And so, yeah, the big idea uh, from yesterday, I think a lot of people have made decisions to follow Jesus and they've made Jesus, you know, king of their spiritual lives. Mm -hmm. But then there's a whole bunch of other competing interests that are really in charge of other parts of their lives. They haven't they haven't really made Jesus number one they haven't made him king of all and yeah what i wanted people to just kind of wrestle with uh is just this idea of okay i say i'm following jesus but does you know are my priorities do they reflect Mm -hmm. do they reflect that and i think you know even for i mean goodness i found that message to be super challenging for me right Mm -hmm. so um you know, I, I hope people were challenged where they are and the boy, those two kingdom parables, I find those to be so compelling. Just two there are three verses was our main mm-hmm. text for yesterday. Two parables and three verses. And boy did I find I found those to be so challenging. Don't you think that people though I I, I agree everything was super challenging, but I think people fall into that category where you can seriously look at your life and you can say, okay, this is where I'm probably not making Jesus king of it. But then there might be two or three of those areas and you're yeah. like, well, that just seems impossible. Yeah. So you just stick to those bad habits, right? And you just yeah. kind of, well, that's impossible. So for me, I feel like it's the same thing as like going after a diet or going after any kind of resolution. It's It can't be zero to a hundred immediately. No, that's right. Right? You have to build into those yeah. things. And I think you teach that a lot too. Yeah. Where you even said it yesterday. You were like, I was broke, now I'm not. Some of you, that's the only thing you needed to hear <laughs> right. today. You can leave. So just, yeah. <laughs> you can leave or go. check out whatever. <laughs> right. That's all you needed to hear. And yep. I, that's why I've loved Believers, not just because I work here, but because it's always been that thing like, no, take just one step. Yeah. We're not telling you to make it all happen as you walk out the doors of the church. Yeah, that's so good. I mean, we we often give anywhere from like four to five next steps that a person right. can take on a Sunday. And we don't give those so that you take all of them and right. like just plow through them in that week. Right. But it's just we suggest them as ways that like you were here today. Here are some things that, you know, God might be stirring in your heart. You might want to go in this direction. We want to help you um, pray for you and help you stay, keep you accountable to those things. But there might be other things that God's revealing to you that are far, like we didn't even yeah. realize was yeah. how he's going to speak to you in that yep. with those kinds of next steps. Yeah. So here's here's kind of the deal on on all of that. So uh, I've been I've been reading a lot of uh, different blogs and and such of authors who you've been reading blogs, but not your book list. No, well, that's true. <laughs> um, but uh, on authors who've written books on habits. Oh, okay. So uh, just in prep for this series. Right. And one of those is James clear who uh, wrote atomic habits. And um, that book came out, I think it was in 17 or 18. It's already sold 10 million copies. I mean, it's just pretty astonishing. 
Um, but his, I, I'm going to be quoting him in the final message of the series. And if you go to jamesclear.com, it's just a, it's a great website if you're in, interested in that kind of thing. And if you have habits that you're trying to incorporate, uh, there's a lot of great content on there. But one of the things that he says is the reasons that habits fail is exactly what you said, Sam, you know, trying to go zero to a hundred all at one mm -hmm. time, trying to tackle, you know, 50 different areas of your life. Um, you know, it may be that, um, you know, for you listening, um, making Jesus king of your marriage right. is going to be the thing that you have to focus on this mm -hmm. year. And that's the only thing you're really going to focus on. Um, and it will be, it'll be huge and it's going to make a huge difference in your life. Or it could be that financial piece, you know, just getting on top of your financial situation. I mean, that's not going to be a six week class and you're, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm done. Right. Um, James clear talks about, um, you should never try to incorporate more than three behavioral changes at any one time. Mm. And he thinks really just one at a time. And, and sometimes those, depending on what it is, they should be between three and eight months of implementation before you move on to the mm -hmm. next one. Yeah. So that gives you a little perspective on our next steps. Uh, yeah, every, not everyone's going to take a step every single week. Right. But boy, you, you ought to be taking some steps throughout the course of a year. And that's just this idea of, you know, we've been called to follow Jesus and you can't follow Jesus standing still. So mm -hmm. you, you have to take some steps. But, yeah, let's be realistic. You know, you're probably not going to go from if you have four areas where Jesus is not king. We're talking about restructuring significant pieces of of how you're operating. Yeah. Um, you probably ought to identify what those things are. Some of them could be just a, a one time decision and you're done. Mm -hmm. But some of them are going to be behavioral changes and you're going to have to yeah pace yourself yeah and yeah and go a little bit at a time because we all know we know this like resistance is coming mm -hmm. uh, correct the first week in the hager house was amazing we were all <laughs> excited but i in my back of my head i'm like summer's coming this thing's gonna <laughs> hit the fan it's <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. like week two might be awesome but we know that if that's if we have one goal of going after whatever if it's just like we're gonna eat right or we're gonna do the gym we know resistance is coming, but if we have five things, yeah, when resistance smacks all of them at the same time, yeah. you, you just cr you just yeah. crumble. Yeah. But like to and then that kind of ties us into this quote that you shared from Tozer, uh, right? Which I love. Which I love. Like you could just read this over and over and let so it good. just meditate on it. Yep. And it's this: as God is exalted to the right place in our lives, a thousand problems are solved all at once. Yes. So how have you guys seen or experienced the truth of that statement in light of what we were just talking about, especially like, OK, so there's all these things that are vying for our attention to change, to turn, to take a next step in. Yeah. And while that's true that we need to realize, you know, that some of that's going to take time and that we need to maybe give something our attention or our focus if we give this thing our focus, yeah. if we establish Jesus as king, yep. there it does cover so many so bases, many right? Yep. So how have you seen that happen in your own life or in the lives of the people that we lead through ministry and in our families? Yeah, I think um, I think for me, um, 
you know, when I think back to my early walk with Jesus and what a total wreck I was, you know, I, I went from, you know, unchurched kid to full on trying to follow Jesus. And I made it through, like I got back to high school and made it through the month of September relatively unscathed. And then just went right back off the to deep end. off the deep end into <laughs> all the stuff that I'd done before. The next summer I went back to camp and I was like, man, I need to get saved again. Yeah. This, this did mm-hmm. not work last year. And, um, and I had a crisis moment my senior year of high school that really kind of uh, settled things for me and made, and it really was kind of this, this quote. Um, I had someone who told me who, who'd been a, a very good friend of mine and not a follower of Jesus and knew that I was trying to follow Jesus. And um, that person called me out for the hypocrisy that they Mm -hmm. saw in me Mm -hmm. and said that they didn't want to be a part of someone who was that hypocritical. Wow. And I had this moment where I realized that how I'm living my life is either drawing someone to Jesus or repelling someone from Jesus. Mm -hmm. And there's no neutrality in that. And I made the decision through this crisis, um, that I wanted to be the kind of person that would draw people to Jesus. And so I kind of settled that, you know, that was, that was the moment of, um, putting God in the right place in my life. And yeah, I haven't certainly haven't followed Jesus perfectly from that moment, but it was such a defining moment for me that, um, if Jesus is King, um, everything can run through the, that filter, you know, does this decision, this activity I'm engaged in this, whatever, does it reflect the priority of Jesus in my life? And if it doesn't, then, you don't say yes or you scrap it and if it does then you you move forward george murray uh who spoke here he was one of my early mentors um in ministry he said it this way and our friend kirk mm-hmm. uh, still remembers it to this day and says it to me every once in a while um but it was something to the effect of you know everything um, either contributes to or takes away from your sanctification, mm-hmm. you you becoming more like Jesus. And that was the question that he left us with. You know, does this contribute to my sanctification? Mm. Um, does this thing make me more like Jesus or not? And mm-hmm. if it's not, then it's no, you know. Right. I, I just think it's a powerful thing to, to, to wrestle with the king question. And if he's king, uh, yeah, I... It makes so many decisions so much easier. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so clarifying. Yeah. I don't know if I can add to that. My my example was going to be <clears throat> was around marriage stuff, and I think one thing I've learned through this whole season or so this whole life of growing with Jesus is like the majors and the minors, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a little similar to to what you're saying, Jamie. Like when God's put in the right place, like especially in our marriage, what I've learned over. Oh gosh, how long have I been married? 18. 18 years is the fact that like I made so many minor things, major things that mm-hmm. made no sense. And I'm so glad that Jesus doesn't make so many minor things, major things in my mm-hmm. life. Yeah. And, and I know I need to work on minor things. I'm not saying that that's off the table. Um, but for me, 
it's the same thing you're saying. Like when I place the major things in the right spot, man, it takes care of so many little minor things in that. It does. And it's, and I reflect that in my marriage mm-hmm. and it's just, oh man, it's just so much better than I think the first 10 years of marriage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's so good. So you'd kind of walked us through that in the last half of the message of how we can actually apply putting Jesus in this first place. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we walk through um, making him first in our month, in our week and in our day. So what are some of the steps that you guys have taken to put God first in those areas? I mean, I, I, I talked about most of it yesterday for mm-hmm. me personally, yeah. you know, so, um, you know, the, the month that's, that's calendar and, and budget and, um, you know, for me, hands down the discipline that changed everything for me and, and our marriage was 10 years into our marriage when we finally buckled and started tithing, mm-hmm. um, that was a game changer for, yeah. I mean, it's changed everything about our family. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was, it, it, I dragged my feet. I went into it kicking yeah. and screaming. Um, <laughs> uh, but man, did it make just all the difference in the world yeah. for me. And I was annoyed that I had been under the <laughs> teaching of other pastors who never challenged me in uh-huh. that. Mm. Yeah. It's one of the reasons I I do it as forcefully as I do because I was in church for a many many years and no one had challenged mm-hmm. me to tithe, to handle to honor God first with my finances. Nobody. Yeah. And I was like, man, and it made such a huge difference for me. Why wasn't someone compelling right. me to do that prior to? And I was yep. in ministry and yeah. no one had done that. Yeah, I would echo that. I think in all of our years, we've been married for 26 years, and um, the tithe principle has been such a game changer for us. And, you know, just full transparency, we go off and on again with budgeting and doing that, like, really well for, like, our monthly spending and stuff. Sometimes we're really on it. Sometimes we're not. Nate's highly commissioned job, so it's a little tricky. But tithe is never in question. Yep. Like all these other things can kind of go on and off the rails from time to time. But that's the thing that is consistent for us. And it's I truly believe that because of that, um, we are just we find a um, foundation of in our finances that is is just there's a piece in it. Yep which goes against everything that we experienced up until the time that we made that decision. hundred percent. Yeah. Sam, do you have any things in your month that uh, well, you... Well, I had a few, but then you guys said the tie thing. I was like, yeah, that's so true. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's, And we still, I mean, we're coming up to the end of the year and you, you get your, your statements or whatever and you just look at it and you're like, man, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine not doing this. I know people go the opposite way. They're like, I can't imagine what I could have done with this. Right. But man, I look around, I'm like, oh, I'm just so grateful to be part of this. I'm yeah. yeah, grateful to be blessed to be able to do that and be sacrificial in those things. Mm-hmm. So, I I can't really think of. I had some other things, but they don't seem they don't seem like a big deal when it when it comes to that. <laughs> yeah. But like for me specifically around like the day, um, you you shared the pause app um, this yeah. past year, and that's changed. That has changed my mornings, and I and I I'm trying to make it more of a habit because sometimes I'm you know, I'm gonna do this, but then other things happen or whatever. Get the kids to school all the time before you know it, you're working and then yep. you have a meeting. You're like, ah, oh, I didn't do that. 
but man when i am when i stay committed to that and routine with it it literally changes yeah. my day yep and it's it's even more than just sitting down and opening the bible and reading a couple of scriptures like it just changes everything about mm-hmm. it so that's one thing for day month yeah. yeah that kind of thing yep that's good yeah and on that we started um yesterday the reading plan mm-hmm. that you encouraged everyone to be a part of and i know we talked about it a little bit last week on the podcast but is there anything you want to add to that jamie um from yesterday um just to say, you know, if if you are listening to the pod, the easiest way really is to follow that link from the notes yesterday mm-hmm. into the Uversion app. And uh, yesterday's reading was just a few verses. So even if you didn't do that, you can start mm-hmm. today. Yep. And uh, you'll be at uh, Matthew 1 is what I read today. I yep. read that mm-hmm. this morning. I'm also finishing up a through the bible in a year plan that i got a little behind on last year so i'm double dipping at the moment uh-huh. um but if, if you set the bible reading to you you can set it to like 2.5 you'll get done with it real quick you can yeah catch yeah. Up. <laughs> yeah that's true you can um yeah so so that's the easiest thing to do but mm-hmm. it's um it's uh in the in the notes on the app and i sh- i meant to mention this yesterday but you know you can um, save and email your notes to yourself yep. from the app. And that way you would always have the that week's, that week's reading plan with yep. you. And so I'll try to remember to, to say that coming up uh, this week. We'll yep. also be posting it to social too. So okay. um, I, I don't know if we've set on, a, on an exact day every single week that we'll post it, but there will be a reminder of what yep. the week is. Yep. That's yeah. good. And to kick off, um, we're doing this along with the – Bible project team that's that's who developed this reading plan and um they have within the app they have really great sort of overview uh videos before you know as we get into different books along this journey and they are so good and I just want to encourage you don't just do the reading like if there's a video being offered make sure to take a couple extra minutes and watch those videos they'll really set you up to understand what it is that you're reading, the context, and all that good stuff. Yeah, they're super helpful. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We are so glad that you join us here on the pod. And one thing I just want to encourage you, we'll answer any questions that you have, but particularly as we go through this reading plan together, if you come across things in your daily reading that you're just like, what the heck does that mean? Or how should I apply this to my life? We'd love to talk about that on the pod. So you can... Email us any of your questions to madeformondays at believerschurch.org and we will handle them in our what the what? Again, probably why we're not getting questions asked. Um, Again, you haven't said anything about that. (laughs) Just assume that I'm always saying something in my head about it. (laughs) There's no way anybody's listening past this point. but (laughs) That's all we've got time for today. We hope that you'll join us on campus this Sunday as we continue our New Year series. We will be here at 9 and 1045, or you can catch us online at 1 o'clock on our YouTube channel. And we hope that you'll bring a friend with you. So thanks for being here. Go be love.